a Wednesday, and as we always do, pre-lockout, during a lockout, post-lockout, we're going to visit with Brian Walton as we do every Wednesday from thecardinalnation.com. Hey, Brian, good morning. As always, great to visit with you. How are things going? Great, Dan, and uh, let's hope that we'll still have enough baseball to talk about if the players do walk. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, and it's been interesting leading up to this point to see the money spent uh, in the game with the major leaguers, and the amount of money has just been staggering into the billions. What's been your thought of seeing how much money has been spent? You know, Dan, it's not only how much money has been spent, but the length of the contracts. I mean, we've seen a 12-year contract to a, a player. Granted, Wander Franco's a, you know been a top prospect in, in baseball for a long, long time. 12 years for a guy with a very limited track record. Seager gets 10 years. Who's you know he's a great player, but you know he's had an injury history that's that scares you a little bit. A couple seven-year contracts. Baez got a got a six-year contract, and then you see the annual value. Scherzer sets a new record for over 43 million. I mean, just per year. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable the amount of money that's going on. So, you know, it's going to be hard to listen to the discussions this winter as the two sides posture about poverty and, and, you know, the, the game is, uh, you know, not in a good shape and all that. I mean, granted COVID certainly hurt ownership, but it hasn't certainly, it hasn't hurt their ability to commit to players and the players, on the other hand, you know, don't want to be some of these free agents don't want to be in limbo for what could be multiple months. And so they're anxious to come to terms quickly. So we've seen this, you know, flurry of activity uh, here, you know, leading up to, uh, to today, basically. What do you think uh, this does to minor leaguers? And if anything, um, you know, you have some guys that are probably wondering, hey, do I get an invite to major league camp? Well, no, you're not, but you're in the minor leagues. And some of those players may say, okay, I'm headed to Japan or wherever to get security and understand what they're going to do next year. So how does a lockout affect uh, minor league baseball? Well, it, you know, it's it's obviously much quieter, much lower key, but the Cardinals actually have signed, uh, I think, maybe four minor leaguers, mostly pitchers, but also an outfielder on minor league contracts. So, you know, this is to fill gaps and to try to, you know, make sure that they have a little better depth at the high end of the minor league system. Because as we talked about, and as people saw that during the season, the Cardinals actually had to go out and even, you know, get some independent league guys to try to shore up, uh, you know, some of the rotations at, especially at double A. So, you know, even on the minor league side, you know, they're, they're looking to have guys locked up, but the word is that, you know, if there's a, a strike or a lockout that continues into spring training, it should not affect those players that are not on the 40-man roster. And again, the 40-man roster being uh, those players that are in the Major League Baseball Players Association, which is, of course, the bargaining entity uh, that's working with the owners right now. What do you think of the Steve and Matt signing? I thought it was a, a, a very good deal for the Cardinals. And every day when we see the size of these deals that pitchers are getting, it looks better and better. You know, there are some who would say, hey, you know, G three years would be would be better and, you know, maybe at a higher annual value. But the Cardinals really have uh, ramped the money up, you know, the first year, $8 million with a $2 million signing bonus. So, you know, it, it it's going to be in the out years where uh, Matt's gets more expensive. And he's the the – of the age where he certainly could put together four decent years for the Cardinals. Uh, he's a ground ball guy and he, you know, he, we saw in his welcome to the, uh, to the fan base that he's very, very attuned to the defense that's behind him and the ballpark that he plays in and the catcher that he's throwing to. So, 
you know, it looks like a good all-around sign to give the Cardinals some some pitching depth in the rotation that they frankly needed. I want to ask you about pitching depth. Who are some of the names at the minor league level that maybe were missing that could make that jump that we don't talk about? We we always, you know, talk about Libertor and a few others, but who are some other guys that can give the Cardinals the needed depth that they may have to have, you know, with injuries or whatever may happen? Uh, they didn't have it last year, but who are some of the guys you think that could step up and potentially be a factor in 22? And I, I don't want to overlook guys like Jake Woodford and Johan Oviedo, but folks know who they are. They know what they can do. And those, you know, would probably be the first line of defense. But as we've seen, as the year goes on, more and more pitchers are needed. Con- Connor Thomas, a left-hander, uh, very, very successful at, uh, at AAA last year. And is a guy that, you know, could figure in the mix at some point. Zach Thompson certainly improved as the season went on, had a nice fall league. And then Angel Rondon, uh, you know, kind of forget about him, but he's still a guy, you know, right around the top 10 edge of the system, right-hander, uh, pitches well, didn't get off to a great start at, at Memphis this year, but he does have that 40 man roster spot. Uh, Andre Palante, who uh, we saw do very, very well in the fall league, uh, was named actually a, a fall league all-star. And, um, an all to the all fall league team pitched most of the season at uh, Springfield, but he'll be in the Memphis rotation as well. So, you know, the Cardinals have a number of very interesting young arms that got experienced. Uh, pretty much all those guys saw some or a lot of time at AAA this next year. And they'll all be of course, competing to try to gain a 40 man roster spot, which enables them to, you know, be called up and, and sent down at will. Rule five uh, situation in baseball, it came and went. Any surprises for you in, in, in particular with the Cardinals? Yeah, the Rule five draft uh, would is normally scheduled as part of the winter meeting, so that would be, I think it's on the ninth uh, this year, but it may or may not be held. Of course, if there's uh, you know if there's a lockout, will there even be you know these uh, these winter meetings? Not not clear. But the Cardinals set their rosters for the rule five and and what that really means is, that players who have been in the organization uh, for uh, six years, f- five or five years, depending on uh, whether they were a high school or college player, uh, those players are eligible to be selected by another organization if they're not put on the 40-man roster. And so the Cardinals had enough spots. They they protected three players: Jake Walsh, a, a right-hander who we saw in the fall league, who's a upper 90s guy. Freddie Pacheco is a guy that most folks hadn't heard of. He had reached Memphis late in the year and uh, struck out 15 batters per nine innings this season uh, across wow. three levels. Yeah. So, you know, a guy, a guy with a great arm that the Cardinals definitely want to keep their eye. And then of course, Brendan Donovan, who's a versatile infielder can also play a little outfield and, uh, you know, is a potential utility guy uh, at worst for the Cardinals in the future. And so then there are a number of other players that the Cardinals left unprotected. Some, some big name players, Delvin Perez unprotected for the second time, uh, Luke and Baker, the first baseman who had a nice breakout power breakout, but is a first base only player, uh, first base breakout at, uh, at Springfield. But he's a first base only player, and then uh, Kramer Robertson, you know, good infielder, outfielder John Torres, catcher Julio Rodriguez. These are all guys that, uh, you know, position players. Typically, the Cardinals protected their their top eligible pitchers. Uh, but these hitters, you know, you look at these guys and you say, do they have a major league spot with St. Louis in the in the near future? And the answer is no. And the Cardinals are banking that another organization would say the same thing, or even if they're taken in the Rule Five, that they would not be they would not stick on the major league roster for the entire 2022 season, at which case they would be offered back to the Cardinals. In terms of, uh, let's ask about, you know, coaching changes and managerial changes. A lot of times 
at the lower levels or the minor league level, the Cardinals would kind of wait and say, okay, here's the here's the minor league staff, and it's a bunch of guys. You know, who's coming back, who's leaving, who's coming in. But we did get word of at least there were some reports about Gary Kendall uh, going to Palm Beach at uh, – after many, many years with the Baltimore Orioles, he would be the manager at uh, Palm Beach A-Ball. Um, this is a guy that's been around the game a long time. This could be an interesting pickup for the Cardinals. Yeah, Gary Kendall is a guy, uh, 58 years old, had been in the Orioles system for over 25 years. So, you know, very experienced evaluator and teacher. And he became available, and the Cardinals um, hired him, as you said, uh, to uh, pick up the uh, low class A Palm Beach Club, which is, you know, in Jupiter Complex and therefore very um, involved in the players, not only that are at that level, but rehabbing players, and then the players who are in the complex and either extended strength training or then into the the Florida Complex League Cardinals. So it's a, you know, it's an important position. Uh, the Palm Beach Club disappointed this year. We don't know for sure what the, you know, the current staff that's there or the, the prior staff, what they're going to be doing. Uh, but Gary Kendall looks like a nice addition to the system. And uh, the other area that we're going to see some changes, we already started at the major league level, but um, Russ Steinhorn, who's the minor league hitting coordinator, uh, has actively been out looking for uh, p- people to step up and fill minor league hitting coach jobs for the year. So when the Cardinals do announce their whole uh, uh player development staffs from Memphis all the way on down to the, the Dominican Summer League, there's going to be some new names this year, just as there was, of course, uh, with Mike Schilt leaving and assistant hitting coach Joe Bell Jimenez also. Brian, before I let you go, holiday season is here. Uh, two questions. Best way to access your website, maybe do it as a gift for a baseball fan, and then uh, what do you do every single day on the site? What are you working on now? Yeah, yeah the Cardinal Nation, we're really headlong now into our top 50 prospect lists that we've done every year. This is the 17th year in a row that we've we've uh, evaluated the top players in the Cardinals system, and we announce one per day. Um, a number of them, about every fifth one is free, so folks can read and see what they're like, but they, the main detail is available to subscribers, and we provide a lot of detail on the tools of the players uh, for pitchers. What are, their, what are their offerings? What are their velocities? Where do we think these guys will ultimately end up and why? And uh, uh, a lot of background on uh, the top 50 prospects in the system. And that will continue, you know, well into January. And then we're also keeping close tabs on the Cardinals players who are playing winter ball. Um, Ali Sanchez, who's the uh, 40-man roster catcher that we saw uh, back and forth with St. Louis, is is having a really nice winter so far. Andrew Kisner's uh, in winter ball as well, hasn't played as much yet. Where's he playing at, Brian? um, Where's Kisner at? Yeah, uh, Kisner's Kisner's playing uh, winter ball in uh, in the Dominican in the Dominican Republic. Gotcha. Okay. And um, so he is um, um, has joined a club. Um, I'm trying to think of the name right now. Well, the bottom line the, uh, is he needed to get some at bats. So this was something they talked about, and I was curious if that had come to fruition. Yeah, yeah. They uh, Lise Lise Tigres, and and he's uh, he's made just a couple of appearances, but. He definitely needs to get more bats. Anybody who's the backup catcher behind Yadier Molina is a is a guy that's going to uh, see work. But but Ali Sanchez is a guy that could come to camp and you know and uh, threaten to uh, you know give Kisner a battle for his job. So that's always good to see these players who didn't necessarily get as much work go to go to uh, Dominican Republic, Venezuela, around the world. Um, and, and get some more work. And that's maybe where the Cardinals saw Anderson Tejada, who's a infielder that they signed to a minor league deal, but, but could be a, a Jose Rondon kind of guy uh, who's been playing uh, down in the, in the uh, 
uh, Dominican as well and, and playing very well. So, you know, there, this is also an opportunity for guys who are free agents to to get a look and maybe uh, catch on with a, a major league organization. It's always good stuff. There's also free content on the site, but the best is at times behind the paywall. Not to say that it's not all great, Brian. I would never, ever say that. Never. Because you are working your tail off. Yeah, we've got a we've got a good staff of folks who you know compliment what we do. I certainly can't do it alone and don't do it alone. But to the question you asked about earlier, Dan, uh, there's a contact us area on the site, and folks can contact me if they are interested in uh, buying a gift subscription for someone over the holidays. I can I can uh, fix them up right away, and uh, and uh, give them get them a year of the uh, the Cardinal Nation. And I we we guarantee we stand behind the site seven day money back guarantee. And I'll tell you that's not something that uh, I have to do very often, if at all. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that you would. You have so much content on there. It's great for any Cardinal fan and for those that really enjoy uh, reading and seeing the uh, the stars of tomorrow, the, those that are in the minor leagues and the top prospects. Hey, Brian, uh, thanks for doing this as always, and uh, we'll catch you up next Wednesday. All right, Dan.